Hey, Kelly Beach here. This is episode six of Ramblings of a Middle School Art Teacher. Today I wanted to talk to you about the on-ramps into art. When I talk to a lot of people and they find out what I do for a living, first they usually say, oh my goodness, I can't believe you work with middle school students. You must be crazy. Then there's usually a conversation about how they can't even draw a straight line to save their life. As I dig deeper into why they didn't have, or why they don't consider themselves an artist, usually stems around a negative artistic experience, especially when they were younger. I didn't really get into art until high school. I've mentioned that before. So I don't have a, a turning point that pushed me away from art growing up. In elementary school, I always want, thought I wanted to be an architect, which when I look at my art style now seems to fit. I really enjoy analytical art. Perspective has always been interesting to me. I love digital media, photography, video editing, all of the things that really kind of fit that analytical style, a little less abstract. When I talk to other people about their experiences growing up, I get a lot of comments about how they were put off by their teacher example. They never felt like they could live up to what their teacher was putting on the board. They would try their hardest, they would put in their best effort, they really wanted to be successful, but their work never met that example no matter how hard they tried. As a child, they couldn't separate the fact that that was an individual who had been teaching and making art for a lot longer than they had been alive. It was hard for them to come to grasp that art takes time, it takes practice, it takes patience. You have to go through the ugly baby stage, like I tell my students. You're not going to produce art that's amazing right off the bat. It comes from dedicated practice. But oftentimes students miss that somewhere along the line. They're shown an example. They're told to recreate that example in many art rooms, and when they fall short, it kind of bursts their bubble. They get turned off. Oftentimes, when the teacher is presenting a lesson, that lesson comes and stems from the teacher's interests, their teacher's point of view, the teacher's background. Some teachers will stray away from media that is scary to them or outside of their comfort zone will give students limited experience in regards to that work. And that might be the media that that student is going to thrive in, but they may never get that chance to be successful because the teacher's nervous about it. Oftentimes people will say they grew up loving anime or comic books or that cartoon style and their teacher pushed them away from it. Sometimes as teachers, we only have our one viewpoint of what art is. And when we ignore the contemporary styles that our students are growing up in, that they're interested in, it only hurts them in the long run. Oftentimes students lack the skills of their peers. They may have been placed into an art class where their neighbor has a ton of art experience. Oftentimes, students will be sitting in a class with their peers. Their peers practice and make art all the time. Art is their thing. It's their therapy. It's what they go to 
when they are bored or have nothing to do or they're finished with their work. It's what they go to escape the world around them. But when you're not into art and you're sitting next to somebody who practices every day, that can be intimidating. Students may resort to tracing or using images that they find online. A lot of times teachers will push against that. I think tracing and working from reference images has its place, especially in the beginning. You don't, you're not automatically born knowing how to draw specific things. You have to build that creative bank account, fill it with images, fill it with repetition, fill it with practice before you're able to pull from that bank account and create your own individual art. When I was at a TAB conference, I want to say it was the TAB Colorado Year 4 conference. It was at Redline in downtown Denver. An amazing high school art teacher, Keziah Kelsey, came and spoke to us about on-ramps to art. Her conversation focused about using anything and everything to hook a student, to get them excited about art. And once you hook them, once you get them on that on-ramp, they're going to be on for a while. Some students' on-ramps are shorter, takes a lot less time to hook them. It takes them a lot less time to get them involved, to feel confident about their art. Some have a much longer range. It's going to take them a lot longer to get hooked. They still may be a little more hesitant when others are all on board. What do the on-ramps in my art room look like? I allow students to work from fan art. Among Us is a popular game right now. I've had many pieces of art focus around Among Us. I allow students to build creatively in Minecraft Classic. When you think of using a game as an art form, a lot of people just see it as the game, but if you dive deep into it, it's pixel art. It's using small pixels or the Minecraft blocks to create some amazing stuff. I had one eighth grader recreate a Star Destroyer from Star Wars. It took him an entire quarter, but it was incredibly detailed. He was engaged. He was persisting. He was learning what worked well. He was learning how he could best use his time. He was learning ways to speed up his process. He was learning perspective. He was learning how to shade and add value by changing the block colors. There was a lot of learning that came through his use of Minecraft. I encourage my students to learn the techniques that they need to be successful, but I don't push my own ideas on them. If a student is engaged or interested in the subject, they're going to be engaged and interested in learning the techniques. What I find interesting, the medias that I'm attracted to, are not going to be the same for every student in my art room. Yes, some of them will relate to what I bring and my background and my history and my culture, but many won't. So if I'm not providing them with the option to use their own ideas, then it's going to be hard to pull them in and get them engaged, put them on that on-ramp towards success. I have a student, or I had a student, we're going to call him Rob. I ran into him the other day at the grocery store. 
I really miss that young man. He's grown. He's much taller than me now. But he followed me around King Supers the rest of the day, and we just caught up about his art making. As a sixth grader, he wasn't really into art. He had a lot going on on his plate. He wouldn't attempt much, but he also wasn't in my class too long. He had a schedule change that happened within the first few weeks, so I didn't get that opportunity to really dive deep into who he was as a person before he had to leave. He came back first quarter as a seventh grader. We were able to sit down, catch up, talk about his interests. I had known that he was interested in the Titanic the previous year, but we really didn't get to talk about it. We covered his interest in ships and boats. He knew way more about the Navy, the history of the Navy in the U.S., He knew the ins and outs of almost every boat imaginable. He was super big into the Pirates of the Caribbean. He still loved the Titanic. Ships were his on-ramp. At first, he wanted to build the Titanic out of clay. He started. He worked. He failed. He picked things up. By the end of his project, he felt okay with his Titanic. His skill set wasn't quite there yet to really have his idea be manifested in what he wanted it to look like, but he was relatively happy with it. We fired it. We moved on. In the corner of my room, he saw a 3D printer. He was very curious about the 3D printer. He wanted to learn more about it. So we dove into 3D modeling, 3D rendering. He started out and he found a model online that had already existed. Uh, We tweaked it a little bit and printed it, but he was excited about the possibility of what he could achieve through 3D printing. I introduced him to Fusion 3D. I gave him the basics of how to use the program, how to manipulate things, how to put pieces into place, how to scale, resize. I showed him how to find more information different tutorials. I gave him the tools, the time, the space to be successful with it. He had the passion. He spent a good chunk of the rest of the quarter modeling and rendering art in fusion, printing his sculptures out, his ships. Sometimes he would dive into architecture. He remodeled the school and created a version of what he think thought the school would look like or should look like. He learned the tools and trades of a working artist. He learned to engage and persist in his art making, which was something he didn't really have at the beginning. But that idea, the interest, the motivation all came from him to be successful. He wasn't worried about grades. He wasn't worried about how he was doing in the class. He found something he loved and he couldn't wait to get to class to do it. I just wrapped up my first quarter of my 14th year in this weird COVID world. I asked my students to reflect on the quarter, reflect on my teaching to see what went well, what didn't. A lot of my students were very excited about what happened. A few said I could give more positive and negative feedback as we go. I still need to work out ways of how to do that digitally. But I had a lot of students say, 
I didn't like art coming into this class, but I can't wait to have you again next year. If we allow students to work in their chosen media, if we allow them to work with fan art, if we allow them to copy and trace at the beginning, if we allow them to express their own ideas, I think we can hook them. I think we can set them up on a path where they can be successful in the arts. They may never become practicing artists. They may become the next best Marvel artist. But I think the skills, the techniques, the love for art that we can instill in our students will last them a lifetime. They can escape to art when things get rough. They can use it as a way to express their ideas. But we're not going to get there if we don't allow them a safe space to get on that highway. I'm going to try and keep these things in mind as I move into quarter two with my new batch of students today. I'm excited to see what they create, what they're passionate about. I'm excited to help them on their on-ramps into the art world. With that said, the time is yours to make positive artistic choices. Until next time.